0: Karis, hey, everyone, it's Satya, and you're listening to Love, Love Sex, Sex and,
1: and the Hidden agenda. agenda. So, you know that weird feeling you get, like, when you don't trust something or someone... And yet there's no apparent reason for you not to trust.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yes. That's like a regular occurrence for me. I used to think I was kind of crazy because it would happen so often. And it was really uncomfortable. It would make no sense whatsoever to my mind. You know, like why am I being distrustful here? But I couldn't shake it. <laughs> oh wow
1: and then were you ever did it ever come to fruition where you felt like you 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 finally were (laughs)
0: like see I was right (laughs) proven right yeah a number of times but one there was one time where it was so bad and it ended up totally changing the course of my life and and it was like a good couple of years of grappling with it on a daily basis. So yeah, <laughs> there was one particular, particular moment. Um, so what happened? Were you, where were you living
1: when this happened?
0: Oh, I was in India and yeah, I was in a hard time. I had been living there for about a year and I didn't really, I hadn't really made any close friends and um I really wanted to farm. My husband and I were kind of going in different directions. He went back into managing a tech company and I had wanted to get a a farm in rural India. And I wanted to be up with this woman who was my mentor. And he ended up kind of putting a stop to that. And he got me a farm like way out in the middle of nowhere where they hadn't even seen white skin people. So I was out living there. And he was traveling all the time on business. So I was alone in rural India, managing a farm for the first time in my life, which is no joke. It's not easy. In a country with, it's totally backwards with rural people that don't speak English and they don't respect women, definitely boss women. So nobody would really listen to me. And he, I really needed his help and his like authority at the farm, but he would, he was always traveling. Um, So he'd come home like on the weekends. And he was- Was this the, was this the tantric sex guy? Yeah. The guy with okay. the 24 hour orgasm. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, or who gave- If you birth
0: haven't birth. heard that episode, I think it's in the beginning. You'll have to go back <laughs> to the archives, <laughs> but it's out there. Yeah. You can put the pieces together, but well, wow. basically he- he was knowing that I like really needed friends and he had a business partner. Well, it wasn't a partner. It was like his VP. Um, So he's the president of the company and he had hired this guy to like be his VP and he traveled a lot with him and that guy was married and he was like, yeah. So, you know, this guy and his wife, you, you will probably really like her. She's, you guys have a lot in common. She also works in tech and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I left tech. A couple of years ago, and I was into farming. <laughs> so she lived in the city; I was living out in the rural life. And he kept spending all this time with this other couple because um, he was always traveling in the city, and I was way out in the middle of nowhere. And so I was kind of like, "Okay, well, I can't wait to meet them." And so we finally had a, a dinner set. Um, well, actually, I was I went to a dinner for for his colleagues from Japan because I had helped him set up the company. It was my old colleagues from Japan that hadn't put him Mm. as the CEO. So I was a part of the the formation of the company. So I thought I was going to a business meeting with the Japanese guys and him and his partner. And then in the middle of the the dinner, um, this guy's wife shows up um, like right right after we've ordered, you know, she's totally late to the dinner. I didn't even, nobody even told me she's joining us Mm -hmm. and she's wearing like this red dress and this plunging neckline and red lipstick and mind you we're in Bangalore. And I was going to say, is that okay for India? No. (laughs) And what, what was not okay is like, um, I I also told the, the date rape diary podcast where, you know, um, I got attacked and he was the one who said, what were you wearing? And after that, after that situation, I had started dressing, um, Really conservative um, because of mm-hmm. his influence, because it was sort of like I asked for that attention and therefore I asked for that kind of attack and mm. so here she comes in we're in India, where you don't wear red and like i mean not not modern western clothing like that i mean even in in San Francisco, that is pretty what she was wearing was shocking, um, but let alone wow. in India it was shocking and then she sits down at the table and she talks a lot. And it's the first time I'm meeting her. And I was looking forward to meeting her. I was thinking, oh, my new best friend. But nobody right. told me she was even coming to the dinner. And then she sat between me and my husband. Between? Between us. And I was like, why is she sitting there? But he just moved over like, oh, she's here. And all the men were like falling over themselves on her. Oh, because hell she's no. gorgeous, right? But, uh-huh. but they were literally like acting stupid around her. And here I was like in a serious business meeting with them. All right. And I thought we were like, you know, talking numbers during dinner and, you know, what we were going to do to expand the market in India. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she shows up and the whole game changes and she starts ordering drinks and, you know, I don't drink. And, um, my ex-husband, he, he didn't drink either. And then all of a sudden, everybody starts drinking, and she's getting plastered. And the more she drinks, Uh, the louder she's getting. And then she keeps speaking in Urdu with my husband, and uh, nobody at the table speaks Urdu, except the two of them. And then she would lean over and, like, touch my leg and be like, oh, you know, uh, did he tell you about that? Or it's this joke. And okay, so I got up and I just left. uh, I I left. I I took a cab back. Three hours home to the farm. Ugh. And I was like, okay, this was, I don't know why he didn't tell me that. So it kind of set this wrong tone, right. but it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I was like, why, why was I there? You know, what, what was the point of all this? And here I, th- why did he ever think that we would get along? We have nothing in common. And I definitely have this like weird thing around women who drink and talk, Much And also he has this thing where he doesn't think women should wear lipstick. So I never wore lipstick with him. And here Mm. she is in this like red, red lipstick. And I just remember thinking like, what? He's acting so stupid. I've never, he's always been this tantric master and he's acting like a fool
1: around her. Oh man. So even he was acting that way. And was he, did, did he drink or you said he doesn't drink, but he didn't,
0: him and I don't drink. I mean, the rest of the table is drinking and the guy, you know, her husband, I knew he was like having an affair or something. I could see him always texting with someone. And Uh, I was like, I, and I had told, you know, my husband, like, I think that, you know, is this guy having an affair on her? Because he, clearly acts like it, looks like it. And he was like, yeah, I think so. I don't know. He doesn't tell me whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so my husband's sort of like, uh, trying to make her feel included or something. And I don't know, it was just this weird vibe. Okay. It's Mm kind of obvious why I didn't feel good. And I left, but Mm -hmm. it continued to get weird. And here I am like trying." these are his new best friends and I'm supposed to like, for all apparent reasons, like Uh. hang out with them and have dinner parties with them and get to know them. And often her husband would come to our house, um, for dinners because they were traveling together, but she wouldn't be there because they had a a kid. And I don't know, it was just this really interesting dynamic. Um, Wait, and they no, had a what? They had a... They had a kid. She had, The had a two kid. of them had a kid. Um, oh, so gosh. she didn't travel to come to see me. Like uh, she, My stomach's all in knots. Uh, I, know, I feel weird even talking about it. But the whole point is... <laughs> 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 Can I it right now? It was just like a horrible time in my life. But basically, like, I was supposed to like her. And, you know, clearly I was getting these vibes of like, what is this? But the way I was reacting was way more dramatic than what I was expected. You know, like my husband was constantly like, what is wrong with you? Why are you
1: acting Yeah, why? because, okay, because like the quote appropriate way to react to that would be, okay, so, you know, you were really acting like a fool around her and yeah, I get it. I mean, that would be like somebody, you know, in the West walking in and in like a garter belt and Like stockings or something. I I mean, or like a bikini. (laughs) Yeah, you know. So, so I get it. You know, and I can forgive you, but I'm still pissed off. And what the hell, you know? And then, so there would be, you know, a a a conversation, and then like that would be that.
0: But and even like why why am I having a problem with a girl in a red dress and red lipstick when I'm from the West? You know, like that. I have a lot of friends that dress like that, but. I I was somehow feeling like how dare she dress like that. I was taking everything crazy. You personally. were acting
1: like you would never because I know that you I know from things that you've told me that you, that, you know, when you were in San Francisco, I mean you were anything but jealous. Like you were never jealous. Of, no, it's not my style. I'm way like more you, cool than that. You <laughs> were I mean, a woman probably could walk up to your, you know, when you're in San Francisco wearing God knows what, and you probably wouldn't even bat an eyelash then. No, it's true. So, so I, there was...
0: Something was going on. I was acting out of character. Right. And he was surprised. Everybody was surprised. Like, what's wrong with her? She and this okay? was a guy who had seen meeting? you...
1: Right. And this was a guy who had seen you have an orgasm for 24 hours, be blasted open kundalini wise, and then be in a total celibate state and everything else.
0: So, I mean, mm-hmm. he... Yeah. So... Yeah. So anyway, my reaction was a bit strong, but what was weirder was like, what happened for the next many months? Um, Like I, something about that night, um, I just couldn't, I couldn't get over it, but there was like multiple times he was like, okay, we've got to try this again because these are our new best friends. Like we run a business with them. We're like the power couple friends, right? We're supposed to like get along and they were even considering to move their family to where we lived to be closer to me because I wasn't going to move into the city. And, Mm. um, and they, we even moved, we put the headquarters of the business out to this like tier two city, not in Bangalore, because I wanted a farm and I needed to be a part of the business. So it was kind mm-hmm. of like everything was sort of revolving around me. And then she shows up and all these guys are, are becoming stupid. Like I was like mm-hmm. the intellectual business mind behind their entire connection. And then she shows up. And the whole thing's gone into like, I feel like I'm at a hostess bar and she's pouring drinks for the guys and entertaining them. And I'm trying to do business. So I left, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, this is not, I don't even know how to do this anymore. Um, like right. this isn't my world. I just want to be on the farm. But so and what was your strong reaction? Like you said, you were I left. I left the dinner. I just walked away. I, I got up and walked out and took right. a cab home <laughs> three hours away. And, and my husband was like three hours away. Yeah. Like he, I was supposed to stay the night in the city. Like I I was there to like hang out with them. And I just dismissed myself from the, I don't even think I ate dinner. I just left. (sighs) I had this really strong reaction to her. Whoa! And he was like trying to talk sense into me as I was walking to the cab and everybody was left feeling like, is she okay? And I think he made up some excuse. Like I didn't feel well. But everybody knew I was pissed, you know? So it was almost like you got a download of an entire...
1: So oh, I saw a
0: whole thing. Yes. It was like a past life stab in the heart or something. That's what it felt like. And I kept thinking, who the hell is this woman? You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not someone oh, like it, it couldn't even just be like an an innocent flirt. I'm sure I've been around a ton of women that were attracted to my husband, but my reaction to the whole thing. And he kept saying like, why are you reacting like this? Can you please come back to the dinner table? And I was like, super cold to him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm going back to the farm. I can't be here. These are your people, like whatever. I, you know, deal with the business yourself. Nobody can even have a business conversation. I don't want to be here um, with her. I don't know why she's invited or why you didn't even tell me she's coming because what, I, I Maybe I just felt literally jealous and excluded like I was no longer the center of attention at the table or something. I'm not sure, but I left. Well, that would
1: be the obvious thing, but it doesn't sound like knowing you or knowing your history up to that point that that would have been something that you would do. So it was like you knew something about that situation that was much deeper that you couldn't process in that moment. You,
0: you were like over, it was like, she was triggering something very raw and primal in me that I couldn't control. And I, I think it was like a month later we had, um, Oh, I think it was a couple weeks later. He invited me to have dinner at their house. And he was like, come on, we got to go meet them alone. So I went to that dinner and I hated it. I hated it. The second I walked into their house, I felt disrespected. Like every Indian house has like a prayer room, like a puja room. And her puja room was like filled like a closet with stuff like strollers and stuff. And her little kid was there and I had this really weird feeling that her kid was being abused and not treated. I mean, I was freaking out in Mm -hmm. her house and I could barely sit through dinner. And I told him, I pulled him aside. I'm like, I need to leave now. And he's like, come on, not again. Like, here you go again, you know, Mm -hmm, overreacting. mm -hmm. Like, why can't you (sighs) just act normal? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know who these people are, but I don't feel right. Okay. So I'm so, dying
1: to know the end of the story because I have a feeling something big, huge is coming.
0: Yeah. So, so then she came to another, <laughs> th- th- just let me tell you one, there's a lead up. Then she came to, um, <laughs> I had a puja on the farm where we like blessed the land of the farm and, you know, it's kind of like how you would do a wedding or a, something. It's A puja
1: is a ceremony for those that don't know what yeah, is. Like a Yeah,
0: it's like a fire ceremony with the pundit, the priest, the Hindu priest. And we blessed the land for good crops. And all the villagers came and the farm workers and some of our friends. And he invited this couple. And she showed up in a white miniskirt, what? a white shirt. Okay, we're in, we're in a farm. You can't even show your farm. legs there. I've been there. You know. Exactly. She showed up like that with sunglasses on at noon drunk. She was drunk. Oh my. And I could see this from far away because I can see a lot. And I said to him, is she drunk? She's not even allowed here. Like get her out of here. And he was like, Oh, not again. Like really, really. Mm. And so the whole puja. I had a bunch of people there from the U S that, um, worked with me in permaculture, helping me design this farm. And I, one of the girlfriends there knew this about me. So she kind of like helped me stay away from her. But even all the photos of that day, like I still look at them and I get the EBGBs. Like there was mm-hmm. something with this girl and I was like, what is it? So she's, I started Because again, normally her. you would have just been like, oh, oh yeah, gosh, whatever she's, here, here yeah, she's showing like her, up I drunk don't... looking like that again. Oh, haha, ha. You know, but yeah. No. I was I was livid like the rage that this woman incited in me was over the top. And I generally don't feel that kind of rage towards anybody, you know? And it was it was really uncomfortable and I didn't know how to control it. I didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I came home after that puja and I locked myself in my room. so I had a whole bedroom dedicated to the puja room at my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um I went inside and I locked it from my husband so he couldn't come in there while I was praying. And I Mm -hmm. was in there for hours and she had gifted me a ring for the puja, which was beautiful. It was like the Shiva's eye ring. It was one of the most beautiful gifts I've ever been given. Like she totally got my style. You know, it's not easy to buy jewelry or anything for me, really. I'm quite picky. And Mm -hmm. she just like figured me out. She knew that I would love this thing. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice that I... I felt like, oh, now we can be friends. She gets me, you know, like that's, it mm-hmm. should be this like peace offering. But if I put it on my finger, I was act, something weird was overcoming me. So I went and I put it on the altar and I sat in front of the altar and I was crying and crying and crying and asking the goddess to show me what is this past life? Like, who is this woman to me? And why am I so angry at her? Like, she hasn't done anything to me. Mm -hmm. And I literally just hate her. And I was sobbing. And then I heard um, that he's going to leave me for her or something. And I was sobbing to the point where like um, my husband had died and I had no family, no one left. And, and I, I, I couldn't, Um, I couldn't snap myself out of it. Like uh, there was no reason for this whole drama and he could hear me sobbing. So he's knocking on the door, you know, asking me to come out. uh, And I finally like came out thinking like, okay, I've lost my mind. I've gone mad. Right. That's what I was thinking with myself. Like, but I couldn't snap out of it. And I said to him, the first thing I said, when he looks at me, I said, you're going to leave me for her. And he's now like, are you out of your mind? And and he held, I mean, good thing. He knew what to do. He was holding me and he's like, you're the most important person to me in my life. I would never leave you for her. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, she's his wife. I don't even like her that much. I mean, I don't even really know her. And I was just like, I couldn't breathe. And um, I had to do some travel like that next Week or month or something because of my visa, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason he couldn't travel with me because he was busy with his work, and um, somebody needed to stay in the house and take care of the farm and the things there. So I had to go to Nepal by myself. So I left to Nepal, and the the energy got stronger. I was when I left which should just be like a one week visa run. I was like, oh my God, my whole life's changing. I'm leaving him. Like this is over. And it's complete overreaction to this situation. Like he hadn't done anything. Like nothing had happened. (laughs) She'd given me a gift. We'd gone on some few dinners, you know, what's the Mm -hmm. big deal. Right. And I'm in Nepal and I can't stop crying. Like I cannot stop crying for days and days and days on end. And I end up at like, a friend of mine, sister's house. Like one of our neighbors had a sister that lived up in Manali, and he's like, "I think you should go stay with my sister." Because I told, I called my neighbors, and I was like, "I can't come home. Tell him I'm not coming." <laughs> and so I was in Manali and um, crying again all the time. And everybody's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "Oh, I think, I think my marriage is ending." And they're like, oh, did he have an affair? Like, what happened? I was like, no, (laughs) I just don't like this person. Oh, man. Uh. It was just ridiculous. And um, I was on the roof doing ritual because the woman whose house I was in, she had some crazy ex-husband who was trying to take the kids. And I guess that's why this guy asked me to stay there cause he thought I could help her. And so I was removing the curse that was on this house and this, these children and this woman. So I was on the roof and all these black crows came to help in my ritual. And I had this thing. I, I speak to birds. I, I work with birds and I've had mm-hmm. it since I moved to when I was living in Japan, but this night I never saw so many crows in my life and so I started talking to the crows and I'm like in a state where I am at the depth of my grief. You know those feelings where you've just been swallowed by grief and you can't breathe. You're like mm-hmm. <gasps> it was that bad. There was no covering it up. And I was on the roof, thank God nobody could see me, no one could hear me. So I was letting myself go there and I I made this prayer like with all my heart and I asked the crows to send a message To this woman. And somehow I kept seeing us as like, I felt she had done witchcraft on my husband. Like I thought she'd put like a spell on him to make him act so stupid because I couldn't understand why he was behaving the way he was around her. Like he was a tantric Mm -hmm. master. Like how did he become so dumb and belligerently like... Now, mind you, we hadn't had sex for five years. So I knew he really needed to have sex, (laughs) but this was like too much for me. And um, anyway, um, he called me like a week later and he said something really strange happened. I was at, you know, that couple's house having dinner after a business meeting and um, about a hundred crows ascended onto their apartment railing squawking like incessant squawking to the point Mm -hmm. where all three of them had to like stop what they were doing and be in wonder, like how can so many crows chose their balcony and not the other about, you know, there's hundreds of apartment units. It's Bangalore, you know, it's one of these mega. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. And, um, and he called me and he goes, uh, she told me that, you know, the girl told him I think that, you know, Amelie is trying to send us a message, but she didn't what? know that I hated her. Yeah. She said that? She said that to him. And he was like, what? He, he's like, so do you know what they were saying? And me and my like angry witchy way was like, oh, it takes so it takes five days for the crows. Okay. Well now I know how to work with them. And he was like, wait, what? You sent them? And I was like, yes, I sent them with a strong message. It's like, um, okay, like, well, we got the message. I'm like, did she get the message?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, my.
0: (laughs) So I feel like uh, I'm working in these other timelines and other realities. And what was interesting is even though, you know, he was, my husband was super, you know, he was gone through the whole, spiritual awakening with me he's he's a total master of other realities so but even for him this was like an over you know it was a bit much and for her she she was in tech and she wasn't really into all the spiritual stuff but she was clearly understanding that something very intense was going on between us and she didn't um know that i mean she didn't she didn't realize I was angry and hating on her. No, because he never told her. And, and did she I have any feelings said. for him at that time? That, well, that this you is know? what happened because I was like, did she say anything? And he was kind of buffering my reality and her reality because her reality was like, Oh, I really want to hang out with Amalia. Like, did she like the ring? How's your wife? You know, mm-hmm. she was playing the whole sweet. I want to be friends thing. And, On the other hand, he's hearing me say, I hate this woman. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So he didn't really know what to do. And he obviously did not share my sentiments with her because he didn't feel that was appropriate or know how to do that. But basically, um, I wouldn't go home. He was like, would you come home? When are you coming home? And I was like, I don't know, but I have to wait for something. I'm waiting for something. And he didn't realize that he couldn't even handle me anymore because I was crying all the time like every time he talked to me i was crying as if he was dead right oh. and he's like i'm right here what is wrong with you and i was like i just Ugh. let's not talk for a few weeks i don't i can't speak to you and um and i just kept telling everyone i like, go oh, this is happening and i don't i don't even know what to do so i ended up um being away for like a month and on like week 3 he calls me and he goes I think I know why you've been so upset. Oh my goodness. And I said, what, why? And I said, oh, so now, you know, and he goes, yes, I do have really strong feelings for her. And I didn't realize it. um, But I, I was alone with her and something happened. And I think, yes, I am like, I'm in love with her. Holy. Holy. Shit. Mm-hmm. And this is his best friend VP's wife. Ugh. Mind you. So then I was like, I knew it. You know. <laughs> 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 and I was like, okay. And he's like, nothing really happened. But well, I think they kissed. I think they probably had some sort of passionate thing. And it wasn't, didn't go very far, but he was like, yeah, so you were right. And you know, him and I had like an open dialogue about attraction to other people. Like it it wasn't, I really, at that point, I honestly could care less if he slept with someone else. In fact, I was kind of encouraging him to find someone to sleep with because I didn't want to have sex with him, but he was my best friend and um, I didn't want to change our relationship. I wasn't ready to change our relationship because he was my family. He was like the only thing I had at my, in my life at that time. And the only one who understood my multidimensional nature and, and really nurtured it and helped me activate it. And he was there for the whole thing, you know? So I came back. Oh, well, no, what happened was the next day, (laughs) I called her at work. Um, I called her and she answered the phone and she thinks I'm calling to like schedule a lunch date with her or something like, Oh, finally that she's maybe she, maybe I'm like thanking her for the ring or something. Right. But that's not why I was calling her. I just said, so are you in love with him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. And she was just like, um, what, what? And I'm like, look, um, you can't hide these, it, I So I told her, like, look, I see through interdimensional spaces and I realized that you guys have to explore something together. Um, and I just want to know, are you in love with him or are you just trying to seduce him? Because, you know, he is my husband and I don't want him like falling into some trap with you. Right. She was just like, she couldn't speak. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm at work right now. And I, was like, Look. I said, just give me five minutes. Here's the thing. Um, I know your husband is not good to you. Like, I know that, but this guy, he's a good guy, you know? And I was like, so, um, we can work something out. Why don't you and your husband come to our house for dinner and let's have an open discussion about it. And we'll just make an arrangement, like basically telling her you can sleep with him, as long as you respect me and give me space. With right. Yeah, That's kind of what I was saying. Well, mm-hmm. she was just like completely shell shocked and she was, Basically lying. She's like, I don't know what I'm feeling towards him. I'm like, he told me what happened. And then she's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, long story, but... Um, Whoa. And it ended up... Okay, long story short, um, I left him um, because he... They couldn't respect what I was needing. Like, I was asking her... To not text when he's home because he's only home on the weekends and the rest of the time he's he's not around me. So it's right. like when he, when he is with me, I prefer you guys don't communicate or don't call him and don't text him. So their their relationship started from that day on, and I don't know, maybe three four months later, I I kicked him out of the house because I was like, I can't do this. Like it's too. There's something about that woman. It could be any woman in the universe. God, why is it her? Like any other woman, I'd probably like. Celebrate her and say, Yes, please sleep with him because I can't. I don't know what it is, but I love him. And I thought that our relationship would evolve into something else. But instead, it had to be this like female darkness. Mm-hmm. And um, I started seeing red because like they just weren't able to respect my basic needs and they were lying. Yeah, that's so not that, that much thing. to ask
1: for is to just, just like take weekends off. I mean, Yeah, but
0: I think when people, I think there was just some sort of like dumbstruck love spell that he was under with her. I mean, he was acting so unusual. What ended up happening with them? Are they still together? They were together for four years. um, And the reason it ended is her parents um, ended it. But basically dude got the business. Um, and he got the woman and, uh, uh, so I, her husband, he ended up becoming out. the CEO. He stepped. So yeah, my husband had to step down because it, it was going to cause the whole company to fall. It was causing the company to fall apart. So right. he stepped down and, and she was waiting for me. She wouldn't, even tell her husband until I left him. So I was like, oh, I'm going to make this easy for you because I will tell your husband. So I'm leaving mine, so that you can live in honesty.
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: So yeah, I went once I left him, then she left her husband maybe like six months later, and then they were together for yeah four her years. Her parents ended it. No, this is yes something because yeah. In in there's arranged. Well, it's caste system and. He's a Brahmin and she's a Sikh. And he had been married at that point three times. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> no longer had a job and her parents knew him. They knew the story. They knew that he was married to me and, and they didn't think that their daughter should be involved in such a scandal. So they forbid her to um, stay with him. So she had to leave him. So it was quite tragic, the ending of their relationship but it wasn't until their relationship ended that him and I were able to even talk again um so then we were able to process like a year after they split up isn't that interesting Wow! but so I think we just know things we know things when we don't know we know we have a lot of those stories that one just happened to be like the most dramatic and drawn out you know, full of anger and and rage without any understanding. And some people will be like, oh, well, maybe you created that because you were focusing on it so much that he just. Yeah. Yeah. What about that? You know, somebody is going to say like, well, you know, I thought that I kept thinking, am I creating this? Am I creating this? Am I? But it was way, way beyond. No, this was cellular memory being unlocked and, and me, yeah, going through, like, levels of feeling disrespected and
1: uncared. I can't believe you sent crows. People are going to be scared
0: of you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done a few bad things. Uh, and I've learned. That's why I teach people how to manage and master their energy, because I learned from my rage, like, what I'm capable of when I, when I need someone to listen to me and they're not listening.
1: You know? Right. And you know, I mean, really everyone, Everybody. we're all having that effect We're that's how powerful we all are. And if we think that we're not, that's where the problem
0: happens. It's, it's how you harness it. Right. I mean, right. Some people are mad and they just like break something, but I, I'm not that kind of person. Like it takes me a long time to get mad. A long you send time. beautiful when birdies. I, oh. When I get mad, it's like the the rage of the universe underneath me you know it's not like all like hey don't do that it's like I'm gonna teach you a lesson (laughs) (laughs) you will never ever forget this because I have told you again and again and again and again and again and no no, how many times I said it in a nice voice nobody listens so then I'm like wow I'm pissed no, I'm pissed
1: boy well anyone who knew you then <laughs> well they they <laughs> anything you say after that they're gonna listen <laughs>
0: <laughs> well those two sure will I mean I don't know how many people uh, witnessed it because I didn't really know a lot of people at the time but it definitely like was a mega turning point for me uh But it was the best, you know what? It was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was so hard to move through. I literally saw red for a year. My eyes were red. Everything I looked (gasps) at was red. What? Yeah, that's how much rage was like being, I think that they did, they were such huge teachers for me because I had to transmute the rage I carried from my childhood, from past lives. Like I was transmuting anger at a level that I didn't think I could survive and I, I nearly didn't because mm. I got jaundice which you know like almost uh, I mean and to know
1: something before it happens it's almost like they've betrayed you when you they haven't even betrayed you yeah and I felt deeply deep. yeah it was but, the wound of betrayal for sure but you would have felt so betrayed yeah and and then I mean clearly you know they couldn't they couldn't process the whole idea of trying to do like an open relationship thing and
0: no it just, wasn't in their culture that's not there right it's not there way. like california like san francisco style of communicating in a relationship was did not fly mm. in india it oh, doesn't man. fly there they're the they're like queens of indirect subtleties. I just feel like there's a
1: lot of people out there that have felt this, that at some point in, in your life, you, you've felt, everyone has felt that they knew something or they had a feeling about something. And then later it ended up being proven or, or they just go into denial and just overwrite it completely. And they live a whole life, a whole double life that they don't even know they're living or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just, I think it's, I, I, that story is amazing to me because it, it's just a good reminder for me and, an inspiration, even though you, you know, <laughs> even though you were like, ah, but just, I, I, I love it. I love it that you, you knew so that you trusted something inside I had you. I,
0: I had no choice, but But yeah, I I couldn't contain it. It was just too much of a volcano. (sighs) Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to all that. (laughs) See you next time. okay over there. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you'd like to contact us and stay in touch with us, you can find us at lovesexagenda.com. That's lovesexagenda.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Love, sex and the hidden agenda.